So 25 and a big conspire. Uh, I'm Rick. <laughs> and I'm Lee. <laughs> and I'm supposed to do it a bit better than that, apparently. But I hope. Anyway, how you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Oh, all right. It's Friday. And it's bank holiday weekend. So we've got a three-day weekend. And it's my birthday. Oh, 21 again. Yeah. I'm going to be 100 years old in... 54 <laughs> years time you can't even Is work it, it out can't no. it's a long time it's a long time 53 well i mean like but like you know like for like you're born like when right say you become like i'm gonna start rambling now <laughs> hello we're well we're a big conspire and we're going to talk about rubbish uh basically sorry just because it's just in my head right now um like when you when you become conscious as a person what age is that about five or something like that like, you know, like, you know, individual self. Is it? Or is it a bit younger? I don't know. I haven't got a clue. I'm still not sure I've got there yet. And then, right. I oh know. Fair enough. Then, like, you have all these uh, amazing things that you discover. Yeah. And then you have, know, you have families or whatever. You know, you do all that stuff and they're up to a certain age. And then you get to a certain age and then you just like, it's like 40 years of waiting to die doing nothing. You know what I mean? It's a little bit like that. A little bit. I don't think or it has to be like years. that. Yeah, no, but... It is. It may not okay. have to be like that. Are you? If, you've got to be like, like if you unless if you've got all your physical stuff, then you know that's cool. When you've got money, you can travel around and discover more stuff. But most times, it's like, oh, I wake up in the morning, oh, I'm still alive. You know what I mean? That's quite a depressing way of looking at life. <laughs> that that's I don't know. I've just been listening to you know people that work in care. My wife particularly she'd go into places and she said that these these oldies are just like sort of bed bound, just waiting for someone to come in just to sort of. You know, well, that's sad. That. And then it is very sad, yeah. But um, anyway, on a on a on a less depressing note, I don't know. Ah, oh, that that's it. Okay. But not with. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Should I reintroduce ourselves? We're the big conspiracy. We talk about conspiracies, not about old people who wait to die in beds. Anyway. Anyway, what what news? Well, we talk about all <laughs> sorts of stuff, but yeah, okay. What 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 news have you got, bro? I haven't got anything really. No, I've sort of stayed away from the news this week. I've been going on about Johnson and his wallpaper, whatever else. I was like, I can't be bothered. COVID. I suppose you're going to talk about COVID. I do it every week a little bit. Well, you know, maybe a bit, but I, I've got. Hey, hold on, hold on. Oh, you got. You yeah. got. Hold on. You oh, said no, what no. I'm talking about. Like you stayed away from. The, yeah, no. Hold on. But you want to talk about it then? No, I don't. I'm just like the Johnson okay, thing well. with his. I will. Wall, I will. Eight hundred pound it, wallpaper. But... And I was like, oh, corrupt, action, isn't it? corrupt politician, probably just going to get, get being a bit corrupt. Right yeah, get on with it. Move along. Anyway, Basically, that's yeah. all I thought. It's all alone. It's just a distraction from the questions, isn't it? The questions that he keeps getting asked is, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, do you have statistics for how many people 
die following the vaccination. Uh, I, I heard that. I, I heard that. Yeah. I don't have the statistics. I don't actually have the statistics, but they asked Matt. Matt um, I quite like his name now. They called him, was it Matt Mancock, whatever it is? Pat, Pat Mancock. Mancock. Pat Mancock. Mr. Mancock. Anyway, the same question. And he was exactly the same. I don't think we actually have any uh, <laughs> question. Anyway, yeah, that could be that could be little. That was. I wasn't talking about COVID. You were. I know. Anyway, right, what, what, you, what you got about no, no, Iceland? I, I was going to talk, talk about all kind of different stuff, but let's just talk about. Let's fry it down here then. Let's talk about India, shall we? Go on then. Let's talk about what's not happening in India, or might be happening. Anyway, like apparently there's like millions and millions. I don't know. Loads of people are dying in their streets are filled with burnt bodies and all that stuff. I don't. I don't know. Why are they filled with I, burnt bodies? No, no. They've all oh, they've run out with like crem, crem, crematoriums, crema, cremation space because. Because that's just nonsense. Like, how big is the country? It's like just ridiculously big. And there's 1.4 billion people in the country, and like three half thousand people. Even if how many people, honestly, how many people a day would it take to die for it to actually be like really bad? What? Ten thousand? Hundred thousand? I don't know what you mean, really bad. Well, in comparison to like the, the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What, what, what was I was about two apparently two thousand one hundred a day, whatever wasn't it at, at the peaks around about that. And we've got seventy million, sixty-seven million people in the country, and that's, yeah. so that's like you know, it's like just a smidgen. So they're they've got one point four billion. I can't even grab my head. I tried using the calculator, but it wouldn't make that numbers up. <laughs> I wouldn't. I had to go into the internet and do long long calculator because the normal calculator on my phone doesn't do a billion like basically to. Or 1.4 billion. Anyway, like it's just like tiny, but the news is like, what's dying? I don't know. But uh, what I was saying to you earlier is like they have like you know vaccinated over a hundred million people, right? But that's not a lot compared to 1.4 billion. But if it's spread out, what I'm getting down to is is the vaccine causing? Is if there is an issue, is the vaccine causing it? And why is that question not being asked? It, it, there's no mention of one point. Or there's no. They're not saying. Um, although one point four million. Oh, what is it? What hundred hundred over a hundred million people in India being vaccinated? They're still dying by the whatever. They're not saying that, are they? There's not even a single mention of vaccinations if you hear any of the news stories. No. About India, they don't just don't mention it. So anyway, that's my COVID little quick COVID um rant. You've got something. I know you have because you told me earlier no, about I'm... vaccinations. We want to, okay, you, okay. You have to, so, you got to okay. I wasn't going to. Conspiracy. Let's go like full on conspiracy. I, I don't do conspiracies. Okay. Well, listen to this oh. one. Yeah. So recently in the past uh, week, wherever I've listened to some stuff, uh, read a little bit about the chance of vaccines that are not 100% effective. So they, they're not like sterilizing vaccines. And I don't mean sterilizing your balls or whatever i mean uh like they don't kill the virus within the body so the virus can survive therefore if you get vaccinated and you're still carrying the virus or potentially still carrying the virus although it might not make you really ill there's a chance that the virus could mutate in someone with a vaccine because it doesn't stop you catching it doesn't stop you spreading it ain't a function i don't know maybe that's what you call it so but the vaccine because the 
the virus will have to mutate within uh will have to be it'll have to be a stronger virus because it have to overcome the vaccine that's in the person yeah therefore if it spreads to other people like unvaccinated people there's a chance it'll be more deadly to them or it'll be more deadly anyway but you know it'll it'll transmute within vaccinated people because it's not a sterilizing vaccine and then it will spread to unvaccinated people and kill them or potentially make them iller i don't say kill them but there's studies on it was to do with chickens and I think it was, I forget the name of the, the disease now, Marek's disease, I think. Actually, anyway, yeah. over the past 50 years, this they've been trying to combat this disease in chickens. And each time they've developed a vaccine, it hasn't been a sterilizing vaccine. It's been like a percentage. Well, it lasted 10 years, hasn't it? I think, yeah. It? And then each time the virus has mutated and become more deadly. So now the, the, like the latest strain of it is deadly or pretty much deadly to unvaccinated chickens. Part of the problem is that these viruses are now surviving where a more deadly virus would kill the host before like transmitting. Now, with va- these vaccines that aren't sterilizing it, they're surviving longer in the host. They're not killing the host. They might eventually kill the host, but the host will carry the vaccine, they'll carry the, the virus longer and therefore it will spread. Around. Yeah, it's just it's just a potential problem. So part of the conspiracy was there's a big push. It, it, so is this yours or you? Oh, yeah, it's part. Yeah, it's totally, right. my, totally off of my head. If you want to come up with a conspiracy, there's a they're they're starting to push really hard to get children vaccinated. Now, obviously, children don't really need to be vaccinated against coronavirus because it it doesn't really affect them, as it's been shown, or you know, it affects a very tiny minority, and even those you know, tiny tiny minority of them actually suffer bad adverse yeah. effects from it. But if medical personnel know that a a mutated virus coming from a vaccinated population, which will be an an adult population, could be more virulent or more deadly, then obviously people who aren't vaccinated are going to suffer first from it. If the children aren't vaccinated because people believe they're not immune, but they don't suffer anything, then children are going to start succumbing to a more dead... If it does go that way, children will end up being you know it will spread to children who aren't vaccinated so therefore you need to vaccinate your children so it doesn't show up that the vaccine isn't potentially working and a worse strains are cut do you know what i mean yeah yeah it's it, like it a, it's not working and yeah, I know, yeah. Well, it's working to a certain extent but not working enough and if a deadlier strain comes out it won't affect it will go through the unvaccinated population quickly because they haven't got the higher resistance oh. I don't know. It's just you, a conspiracy. If, it's if a conspiracy. I go, if I go by, I know, I know, but if I go by, um, we've got a decent immune system anyway, then if you've got a uh, you know, fairly good immune system and you um, like bulk it up with your... your no, no, but you, we're, talking, anyway, we're talking about a, a virus that started off like that, but because it has to overcome... Uh, like the vaccine, so it's soup. It's soup. It's, basically, it, it's it, making it, it more. It can jump over immune systems because of it. It's it's been built to get through the vaccinated immune system. Yeah, but I, I don't, yes. well, I don't consider. I, I'll be honest. I don't consider. I don't consider the um, immune system in the, you know, vaccinated people better than mine. So it might. But that it, doesn't. That doesn't stand up because in. Um, I'm just saying compared to the chicken thing. That did it does affect 
I unvaccinated yeah, chickens yeah, more. Cool. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. But I, what if it? It depends on the mutations that come out of the virus, doesn't it? I'm going to use my sixth, sixth psychic sense to say it's going to affect. It's going to affect vaccinated people more than unvaccinated people. Why would it? Because I'm psychic. <laughs> Fair enough. It's just I'm just thinking like conspiracy. <laughs> go, you know, pulling out a conspiracy yeah. there. Like, why are you vaccinating I, all I, the children? I, Obviously, there's the money behind it. Like, they want to get more money the from. The chickens weren't vaccinated with RNA vaccine. No, no. Uh, I mean, it's yeah, a, uh, in that I mean, sense, it's got, a different thing, and it. it's not the same. Yeah. It's not the but same disease and all that sort of thing. If, if you use the same, um, the same analysis with but just know, gain, just gain because function, just because your um, a good immune system is good at fighting coronavirus now doesn't mean it's going to be in the future. It doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that say say it does it does uh go in a a vaccinated person and that's where the new a new type of virus comes out of doesn't mean it won't kill the vaccinated people it just no. might take longer to kill them but it might yeah. kill unvaccinated that's people thing, quicker that's with the chicken thing wasn't it they still yeah. died but they took longer to die yeah. so it gave them a chance that they could spread it to everybody exactly they were spreading it because they weren't dying as they weren't dying as quickly as they would have so what you, you, you just it? think so oh, well i'm going to get vaccinated <laughs> and you'll kill me i don't know i'm not doing anything because i don't actually think it's going to happen but conspiracy wise like why why do they want to vaccinate all the children well because they know if one of these things has a big jump in you know mutates to that sort of thing it will affect unvaccinated people first and if the children are unvaccinated imagine all the children start dying from this it's like oh why is that happening well because we have vaccinated people and we had a weird reaction weird um... they'll, they'll, but they'll blame like i said they'll blame the unvaccinated people oh, of course they will and then yeah I think um, that's all I had. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. I've, that's pretty much, pretty much what I had. Well, you know, obviously with the India thing or whatever. Um, and they actually, um, I was talking to a few of the guys at work this morning. I'm not allowed to discuss work on the podcast. Take about won't say I work for, but just saying one one of them basically said they're going to have the vaccine, and he's younger than me. And I was like, why? And basically, what it come down to is like, well, you know, obviously I want to. Actually, another one said he's, he's talking about having it because he wants to go on holiday and stuff. I said, like, I'd rather just not go on holiday. You know, it's like um, I want to live, you know, I'll be like at least as semi-healthy as I am now, as opposed to, you know, something else. I'm not just going to have it so I can go on freaking holiday. But I, I know people go, but you take yellow, you have yellow fever shot or whatever to go, you know, to certain places. All right, fair enough. But you might need that. Don't need this. Oh, yeah, no. Anyway, that's that's that. Anyway. 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 Plus, if you look at a lot of the vaccines for, like, when you go abroad, they've been established for a long time, like many years. Mm. They might still, they're built under a, on a different system and they're, you could say they're more tried and tested. Like yeah, in, no, absolutely. Same five years' time, there has been no huge wave of, you know, adverse effects from these vaccines. I'm not against taking it then but you wouldn't need it if you still no, like, probably not still you know what i mean I, it's just yeah it's, it's, it's not it's not i'm against it wholeheartedly i don't just don't want to be part of the trial well my thing is you're damned if you do and you're damned if you do so don't okay right? then you won't be damned what else you got for me um non non-covid no non-covid 
Uh, I just picked up just some, just, I don't know, I just thought they were interesting things. This is probably not particularly interesting to you, but it was just the fact <laughs> Iceland's <laughs> fag volcano has you been nailed that. You nailed that, word, that um, name. Uh, it's been dormant for 6,000 years. And it's been erupting and sending um, lava everywhere. I just thought that was interesting. But I Can read you say the story. that name again? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to nail this. It's the uh, Iceland's Fagradjal volcano. Um, did you get that? Fag yeah. Fagradjal volcano near Geldingaldalali in the Rakedanazalas Peninsula. <laughs> 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 okay it's it's his first um volcanic eruption the peninsula in nearly 900 years um but what i wanted you said to it's say been, yeah. oh it's on that yeah, peninsula, in the, on the okay. peninsula yeah hasn't like six thousand yeah. years this volcano hasn't erupted i just thought it just shows how frat you know it doesn't matter what you do you know a volcano can just pop up obviously it's not just gonna pop up anywhere but it can just erupt and you know cause all kinds of um yeah all kinds of it's like uh, you on. built your house on the slopes of a volcano and they're like, why'd you build it there? So it, has, it hasn't erupted for in any sort of living memory or any memory. But I had to add and on the end of it, this news article for our interest news article. Right at the end, last month, Iceland began allowing foreign vaccinated visitors into the country without mandatory quarantine or COVID-19 testing upon arrival because they'd been vaccinated. I thought, why the fuck just put it in? They're talking about, you know, volcano. And that's, it just annoyed me, that last little bit. Um, yeah, that, that's one. That, that's one thing. Oh, what have I got? What have I got next? Have you got anything else before I go on to my next I'm, news story? You give me some more news. I've got nothing to right. tell It's not. I mean, I this bother. is not. This is just a bit odd. Eighteen French active duty servicemen are facing a military court over an open letter blasting Islamic hordes and looming civil war. Um, basically, there was a big. Oh, I've got dinner. Thank you. Um, basically, there was a um, it was like an open letter, and it wasn't. It was like a load of military personnel, ex-generals, and stuff like that. That they're worried that the country's going to um, basically collapse into civil war because of what's happening there. You know, they're, they're I don't know. I suppose there's a bit of racism or whatever chucked in there, but you know, nationalists or whatever. But yes, but I think I don't know. There might be something in it. The French are quite sort of feisty. They like to have a demonstration, a proper, you know, they you know they proper. They go out. I mean, we go all the French run away and stuff like that. And they, like, I tell you, what, they like a fight. I just think you've got there's something. Yeah, but is that not maybe teeing it up for like, oh, we're just gonna blame all these people and then? Well, I don't know. And yeah, mate, what do you mean? You it's know gonna what it's blame like. Oh, blame, yeah, yeah. Like, they'll maybe it's like oh, like, all these know. all these Islams Islamists are gonna well, cause maybe, us maybe problems. We better the... preempt something and I don't know do. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It just sounds maybe like bullshit it's, again. It's, maybe it's an open letter and it's warning that maybe the military are planning. I don't know. A, a, is that a completely out of the question? A military coup in in um in France with all their civil dis, you know disorder and stuff like that. I don't know. You get a lot. You know, the, the military's right wing. If they think there's any I think chance the, of the... I think most people looking at the French military just shrug and like, yeah, we're all right. They'll probably run away. That's not the case, though. Is it? They're good. They're <laughs> I'm nice. joking. I mean, I know, I know you, you know, you have that joke or whatever. That I don't know. Pitch, like, it sounds the Germans, but they were sounds like a anyway. non non thing to me. Okay, well, scratch like 18, that one off. Was it eighteen soldiers or eighteen generals? No, no, it was it was a lot of lot, but eighteen active. There was ex a lot of ex um, military um, racists. 
Yeah, well, maybe, yeah, but it was an open letter, just I'm saying, it was actually 18 active servicemen facing court-martial, but there was a lot of others that signed, basically, this open letter. Um, yeah, obviously, they've been, you're allowed to have an opinion, but you're not allowed to say it out loud, basically. So they've been castigated for that. What was my other, uh, we, we, we can move on. My, well, my next one go, was, No, going back to that quickly, okay. there's the, was it today, the policeman? Been sent to prison for being part of a far right. Mm -hmm. What's it called? Group. Is it uh, BMP or whatever it was in the? It's that not, was in this country. Not BMP, it? is it? Saying else, but yeah. So I'm not sure. You, in those sort of organisations, I don't think you need openly people like that, do you? Like in the army, no, you don't. if if they are, no, you should They are it, no. like nationalists or anti whateverists. I don't yeah. think you need them stand up and saying stuff. Publicly, no, no, no. They, they definitely um. Don't, especially your army. You want them to be sort of impartial, at least. What they seem to, because they're like any other sort of service. Surely. Yeah, they shouldn't. Yeah, shouldn't be part of politics. No, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, that's why they're being court martials. In any way, you shouldn't be on a um. Yeah, you just have a. I mean, you should opinion, have opinion, but, not... but at certain times you need to keep it to yourself. Yeah, no, so, once, yeah once, once the military gets involved in politics, then you you know you've got a, a problem. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's something to it. That that's why I was saying. But there's something to it. If the military are openly doing open letter, there's something to it. Yeah, but you said 18 soldiers. That's not the military. No, it's 18 soldiers. Active soldiers have been. Yeah, but what what sort of rank? If it's 18 privates. It's like no, don't. Listen, no, but it matters it, though. It makes a difference. If it's eighteen generals, then you think because they command people, they can I, I, make I've other people got, do I've stuff. Got rid of the league, it's eighteen. Right? If it's no, eighteen privates, then that's a platoon. It's like, oh well, you got a racist shush. platoon. Shut up, minute. There was a. There was. There was. There was a lot of. It was like hundreds that signed this um, letter, but only at the moment eighteen active. I understand that. Are... I understand that principle, and the others are just okay. So the others are just racist civilians, and then you've got. 18 racist soldiers possibly or maybe they're not racist but all right why are they why do they need to say i don't know is is the islamist thing a real threat there i don't was I don't it ever it's... was it ever a real threat in any it's neither here nor countries? there as you were saying well it is it is here no way. listen because you keep you, you do keep the military and stuff out of politics if it's an open letter and it's got the military involved you have to have a, if you were French or whatever, and be like you'd have to be. You'd have to think. But also, some, do you know what I mean? That's what I'm just also, saying. Also, what to be ranks aware, are like. these? What ranks are these ones? Who are I don't on trial? know. Because I don't know. Well, maybe it is indicative if it's 18 privates, and if the army at that levels thinking a certain way. Perhaps if they're mm. either, either, isn't it? I mean, like a grassroots rebellion type thing. Oh, you'd think all the um, all soldiers are taught to be racist anyway, don't you? You think? I anyway. think they're all taught to be racist at all. Well, they're, they're nationalists, aren't they? You know, so they're, oh yeah, definitely because that's what soldiers do. Racism. Defend yeah. your country. They got yeah, to put their that... country above other countries. That's why they're well, soldiers. Defend corporations. Would... But yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, they were very, very good soldiers. Like, oh, defend your country. Well, no, I think I might defend the other country. It's like that's a <laughs> yeah. traitor. Yeah. Or in that's you know, well, I'm in that gonna, that I'm situation, I'm not going to shoot that. Um... Defenseless. I don't know. Because I'm just it's uh it's one of those things. There's not enough context to who they are and where they're saying it and you know, where they've been stationed. No, that's it's just one of those things. It's a headline, but it, we got no real context to. 
I think there is, but I've, I've just got rid of the link, so I can't tell you what it is now. Fair enough. Good research. Well done. All right. <laughs> next. My next one. My next one. I know this is a bit different. Um, a new dangerous chemical leak detected at nuclear waste site in Washington State. Right. Uh, the leak of a nuclear waste storage tank at a defunct plutonium reactor in Washington State has sprung a leak. It's like, that's a really big thing, but it's just like as a little thing. You know, it said like, yeah. oh, it sprung a leak. The Department of Energy said, as local officials warned, the aging vessel will emit 1,300 gallons of chemicals over the next year. It's plutonium. You know, so it, it will emit. Like, well, we're not going to stop it. It's just going to come yeah, out. Exactly. I think um, we're, we're going to ship. We got we got this water from Japan. We're going to ship in to wash it away. It's from like Fukushima. <laughs> yeah, exactly, they got yeah. they got loads of it spare. A, a breach in the seventy-five year old storage reservoir was suspected suspected more than a year ago, but only confirmed recently. So they were like, "Now nah, let's not tell anybody." But now they're like, so "Actually, we better." Been it's leaking. a serious matter. Whenever a Hanford tank leaks, it's radioactive and dangerous chemical waste. Um. Officials do not believe the pre the breach poses increased risk to workers or the public. Why not? Though it does <laughs> con continue to uh, co con contribute to the ongoing environmental threat at Hanford, and there's this, this big thing. This leak is adding to the estimated one million gallons of tank waste already in the soil across Hanford site. This highlights critical need for resources to address Hanford's aging tanks, which will continue to fan a leak over time. Maybe someone's just trying to make some money out of a, a big headline, but I think that's quite. It's serious, isn't it? You would have thought. Yeah, of course it is. Nuclear there, there waste leak. There are 149 storage tanks expected to have issues, and it's like nuclear waste and all that shit. So, um, I wouldn't no. like to live there. Put it that no, way. No, nor would I. Um. So yeah, that's my. Uh, that's my. Oh, oh, was there another? Yes, there was. I, I, I'm gonna. Yeah, another thing. I got sorry. Going back to COVID, it is. Always go back to COVID. Yeah, sorry. Quarantine and self-isolation could be replaced with daily tests. So basically, if someone's, if you're on that track and trace shit, and then you, they're like, they come up positive, whatever the fuck it is, and then they say you get traced, you won't have to quarantine and self-isolate as long as you take daily tests every day to say that you're, to fake, fake tests to say that you're um, free of COVID. Anyway, skip that one. Skip past that one. Right, I'm going to share something if I can manage to do it. Just bear with me a second. Where are we? Where am I? If I go to Discord, share this one, go live. Right, and I go to it. Go on then. Can you? Yeah, right. yeah. Ready, ready. I believe that there will be another crisis. Uh, it will be more significant. And, you know, we need to actually start preparing for that now. When we do see this next crisis, it will be faster than what we've seen with COVID. Uh, the exponential growth rate will climb, uh, be much steeper. Uh, the impact will be greater. And as a result, the economic and social uh, implications will be even more significant. Right. That comes from Jeremy Jurgens, the managing director of the World Economic Forum. Who were basically the um, the instigators of the Great Reset, you know, which yeah. is all this. Um, and they, he said that what was the date of that? Sorry, bloody lost it now. Basically, it was in two thousand two thousand and twenty that he said this. So I know it's only sort of just come up now. I saw other people have sort of you know said it before, but 
for the managing director of the World Economics Forum to come up. He obviously knows something. I think that the next thing's I don't know when's it going to be. Is it is it what's happening now? You know, with the you know you saying about the India thing or whatever, what's going to happen with vaccines and stuff like that. But they're ready for some you know bigger shit. It was just you know prepping us for. I know I said I wasn't talking about COVID anymore, but <laughs> <laughs> so it always um, comes back to COVID at the moment. Yeah. So that was that, that was my um. What do you think about that? I'm impressed. That, that last one. You impressed what? It's what it is, isn't it? Just okay. you know me. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, yeah, so that's all. That's my uh, that's my news. It's far more news than I've had ever any other ever episode. Well done. See, I was super prepared, eh? Do you like that? Eh? Yeah, it was all right. I'm I'm rather impressed actually. Okay, cool. Right. Um, yeah. So, what's next? I'm going to ask you the question I ask you every week. Mm -hmm. Why, really? Sorry, I'm eating hot dog, but uh, <laughs> okay. Have you had any meaningful dreams? Well, tell me, tell me your dream. Come on, give um, us something good. I have a dream. Um, night before last, right? Was it night before last? Yeah, it was night before last. I just, it wasn't a lucid dream, but it was a kind of, it was a symbol dream. Basically, I, I was in the dream, and it was like this. In my symbolism, a garden, like it's long garden against, I think it was like a stream. And basically there were tortoises there. Um, but they were like, they were like, they were tortoises. And then suddenly there were big, these really, these tortoises had these really long necks. They were kind of coming up, almost getting in my face. Like, um, I wouldn't say great. They look, they were kind of aggressive, but they weren't attacking me. But they were like in my face. And a fate and a voice kept saying, they're not ready yet. They're not ready yet. They're not ready yet. And then I kind of sort of woke up and it was like, now that means something. You know, when you have a dream, it means something. <laughs> you don't know what it means. Well, I, I actually, I, I looked up. Was the um, voice Chinese? It, I it was just a voice. It wasn't oh, Chinese. Or anything I was like just that. wondering if he was talking about food. Like, oh, they're not ready yet. Not eating them yet. That's no, racist, but I looked up it? the, the um, symbol, symbol, symbology for tortoises and it basically means you've got to have patience. Like you got, to, you know, whatever you're doing, whatever you're, your whatever. I don't know what it's referring to, but it means you've got to have patience, which is quite strange because he was saying they're not ready yet. So something's not ready for whatever it is, but I don't know what it is anyway. And that's, you know, that's what it taught is quite okay. A, picking holes in your patience. dream thing here. Yeah, this is when what I read by the way. But yeah, go on. I was gonna say when we spoke about it before, you said that dreams are like personal and you have to mm. make your own so why are you going why are you going and reading someone else's definition of what the dream was is it it's a shaman um symbol what is oh it's, it's a okay. shaman it's a shamanic so because i could i was like what is a long neck turtle being aggressive and then saying you know, the tortoise, tortoise wasn't not, not turtle tortoise the tortoise wasn't saying to me they're not ready yet they're not ready yet and it was like you know and you just it just felt sort of a bit profoundy. So, what do tortoises mean then? Patience. Um, um, is there no other symbolism? Um, like probably, they... but I mean, the main thing is like you got, you know, it's, it's basically have it take it slowly. It's all obviously because it's a tortoise, but take it slowly. It's no rush to you know what you're doing. It will come. What you know what's going on. You have got to be sort of patient and. And they're like getting all up in your face though. 
aggressive ninja tortoises. Your voices, you've mu muted yourself. Oh shit, it was a bit of a long um... <laughs> Sorry. Is <laughs> you talking away? Whatever. Uh, I said something really profound now and I forgot what it was. But anyway, it was like the, the ang angry, um, not angry, just a bit grouchy, tortoise, long necked, really long necked. I mean, it was like, you don't get them, there's not such a thing as that. Okay, so it was a meaningful dream that we don't know the meaning of. Have patience. Apart from have patience don't with worry. tortoises. Relax. And uh, I had, the one I had last night, um, basically I was somewhere, don't know, it was like some river or garden thing again. And I was looking and there was uh, basically, I was, there was this like scruffy kind of vagranty person, like hermit. The hermit, I've got it now, he's the hermit from the tarot. Um, but we were looking and there was like magic mushrooms on, I know there were magic mushrooms, you know, um, like, um, bloody hell, what are they? The little liberty caps and stuff like that on the floor like growing we were looking and i was sort of, you know it's what deciding sort of which ones you know will kill you or what ones won't and basically he just grabbed like a big like handful and gave them to me he's like yeah and he was like eating some of that and i was like should i just eat them and or should i take a moment and dry them and that was my profound dream last night i think you tied up and you were like don't eat them or something like that but yeah that's why it sounds like something i'd say but what, what does that mean that one I don't know. Your dream, you tell me. It means don't eat hot dogs while you're doing a podcast. <laughs> it's probably a best thing to do, yeah. Very mm. unprofessional. That's Which right. is, fits um, him well, so carry on. I don't care. I don't know, yeah. Um, so I, I have considered it, like, you know, having the, the mushroom, but, you know, obviously it's not just something you come home after work and pop a couple of magic -y mushrooms in your in your gob and crack on with it did i tell you i'm growing um sorry i'm growing um food in my garden you tell me you're growing potatoes or something all oh, right i did tell you right, yeah, got probably the easiest food to grow you could pretty much chuck a potato in your garden it would start growing but carry on why don't why don't people do that tell that to the irish they don't, don't want to wow they don't <laughs> grow potatoes well. um sorry irish people but you know he's just pretty much said that no one ever starved just you know just to I fly think it over. Wasn't there like a blight or something? I don't think it was right. because they couldn't grow. That's not age conjecture, make up stuff. Um, oh, oh. Sweet, grand sweet and sweet, sweet, sweet peppers and um, some cayenne peppers. No, chili, Kenny, chi, chi, some chilies and jalapenos. Anyway. You mean anyway, you're, you're trying to? Well, I think they're growing. I'm watering them. So, I'm what, them. why, why are you That's growing right. chilies? Shouldn't you grow something more, more su sustaining? That's what I had. No, because like, you could put chilies are working your rotting meat. Uh, what for the flavour? Oh, well done. Yeah, for flavour. So when, when you find like dead cats after the apocalypse, you'll be able to mm -hmm. chili them up. Or I can make um, mustard gas with them. You've gone quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless for that one. I don't know. I think I can like um that's not the plan i'm just like they're like oh he's a terrorist oh stop saying those words i'm being flagged at gchq now fuck you um yes where are we what's the next what next you were telling me what um pointless food you was growing oh yeah oh no they'd so, be all right they'd be all right as long as the um the world carries on and you've got food to flavor with your uh 
just experiment. Got my own peppers and stuff. Yeah, cool. But it's not going to sustain you during the apocalypse, is it? You might keep you alive for a week or something like, like that. Like, hey, our children eat this chili. No, I don't want them. you. Oh, maybe like... another chili. I've got no loo roll and I keep shitting. <laughs> and it's hot on my bum bum. I'm growing 16 seed plants or something like that. Because I'd like, there was like just gazillion seeds in the back. So. <laughs> Do you like Swede? I, not really. <laughs> it was like, um, I lost his face out of a uh, blackadder, isn't it? His turnips. I got my turnip. I got a Swede. Well, Swede good, will keep good alive. I hope you it works probably, out for you. I bet you could, I've got a mead making kit as well. I might have said that last time, but yeah. But I the honey. You, I think every I time think I, I see you, you tell me that. Yeah. I think it's like making mead. No, because I have to get loads of honey, and I think it's going to cost me about 50 quid to get the honey, so it's like, maybe I'll just buy some bottles of mead. might might be a bit cheaper, but we'll see. How often do um, you drink mead? Uh, well, if I had loads of it, I'd drink it. It's quite nice. How often have you drunk mead? I've drunk Is it a regular for you? Why do you get a mead-making kit? Because it was cheap. It's like English, isn't it? It's like the quintessential English I don't know if it thing. is. It is. Because you, but you, well, because we didn't have sugar, we used um honey to do honey mixing with the yeast. I don't yes, know, honey I just, just just get stranger all the time. Why? Well, because you got like a want to buy a kit to make something, and you get a mead kit. I don't know why, I just didn't get some beer or ale or or it, isn't it? Well, I'm not drinking any of your mead. <laughs> Might mix and put some mushroom in with it. Might That's why I'm not a... drinking it. Cool. Don't drink my mead then. Um, <laughs> I doubt you're ever going to make it, so it's all good. I will. I will. Well, grandma, my food, so I'm going to make my. I am. Maybe you like make it with like peppers or something. Pepper mead. You can, you can put. Yeah, you, yeah. You add like um. Swede mead. No, all kinds of like you chuck all fruit and stuff into it as well, and um, cinnamon and shit, all kinds of weird stuff you can chuck into it. Anyway. I don't know. I can make vodka. I looked up how to make a whiskey. It was quite intense. Like you have to, you have to keep like something like a fire burning over it for weeks or something. It was something like that. It was like <laughs> sounds like far it, too much effort. Yeah, it was like a cauldron. You got to have like a cauldron of whiskey. Like obviously it'd be good or moonshine. I think it was. I was looking up. It was interesting. But it was like whoever does that, you know, people that make moonshine. Yeah, that, moon it? moonshine makers. Well, lots of people used to make it. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, so that that's it. Okay. What you got for me now? Cool. What's next? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm all, I'm all um, nodded out. So what was it you want to talk about tonight? Uh, something a bit... It was different, wasn't it? It's... Uh, we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about... World War... World War... Weird. And when I thought about, like, actually doing it... I thought it'd be a bit easier to find stories. <laughs> it was like, I thought it'd be like, yeah, we went and then we learned there were aliens or whatever, or Bigfoot was chasing me up. Kate, so Kate, um, but... when, when you, this idea came to you, what do you, why, why did you think of it? Like, I was why? Along and I thought, well, well weird. For, because first of all, I said to you, let's do about the moon, do weird things about the moon. And you didn't seem too keen on that. We'll do the you moon like, next week. Hmm. And um, sorry, and I did not. And um, that's my dog going crazy. 
I know, I just thought, yeah, we'd do... Um, I thought it'd be easy just to find some stories. It'd be interesting just to talk about. It is uh, interesting. So what you so, got then? So what have I got? My first one that I've got is... <laughs> Basically, uh, it actually, I'll tell you what it is. I wanted to get war stories like when they're actually in war, but a lot of the things that came up were like basically ghost stories, you know, like afterwards, which is like a bit sort of pointless. Anyway, the first one, um, ghost planes. I mean, obviously these are all sort of pulled off the internet because I don't know any war stories, so I haven't been in war. And it's basically during and after World War II, fighter planes were seen patrolling the sky, appearing and disappearing in and out of the clouds. One such sighting happened a year after Pearl Harbor. When the United States Army radar traced the signal of an incoming plane, pilots were dispatched to investigate. An American P-40 was spotted riddled with bullet holes, its landing gear mangled and its blood-drenched pilot slumped in its harness. Suddenly the aircraft fell from the sky, spiralling out of control and crashing down. When scouts went to investigate, the P-40 was found, but the pilot had disappeared. That was a year after Pearl Harbor. Now, so they saw like a ghost plane, maybe. Then they found the real plane that had crashed. Is that trying to say? Oh, interesting. No, they found them. It was that. It was actually they saw a plane. Yeah. And then it crashed. Yeah, but did they did they see the actual plane crash, or did they see like a a ghost? So that they would. So people went to the plane they, crash they, site. They, well, it was picked up on radar. Okay. Pilot, signal of an incoming plane. Pilots were sent to investigate. The P-40 was spotted with bullet holes. Its landing gear mangled. Its blood pilot drenched, slumped in its harness. Suddenly the aircraft... So basically, must have flown alongside it and seen that there was a pilot in there with bullet holes and he was like slumped over it and it fell out of the sky. But they, when they actually got to the plane, the plane was there, but the, the pilot had gone, like disappeared. So, so they, it wasn't like... So yeah, yeah I was just maybe, thinking... Maybe maybe yeah, it could be a ghost, like the, ghost the, plane trying to get him to lead, but they never found the body. So no, I was just wondering was... if, like, the plane had disappeared during the Battle of Pearl Harbor, and then like the ghost plane was leading them back to find the plane. If you know what I mean. What if it's more of like a time slip? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I was, I was, I, that makes enough yeah, sense I, to me. Yeah, I don't know, but that's my first one. Because well, going back to Second World War planes yeah. flying that's where the foo fighters that's what they called the like unidentified flying objects they saw during it wasn't it, it wasn't just the um the allies that saw them the germans yeah, yeah. No, i think I, they're I in it was all over it was in europe and in the um pacific as well that was the real society taking an interest in the uh second world war what's the real society, society? Yeah. Oh, the real okay. society um, the, the one, the ones that came from this was it the South Pole? And, yeah. yeah. So the pilots would see. I think a lot of the time they were like glowing globes of different colours: yeah. yellow, green, yellow, green, orange, just different. Like I, I don't think they saw saucers a lot of the time. They were just glowing lights for the Foo Fighters. I think it was yeah, just like glowing. Yeah. I think one of them I saw. Someone said there was like a cigar-shaped object flying along, glowing orange. Most of them were just orb, like big orbs that would fly along with the planes, like go all around them, and then basically zoom off after a little while. I wonder if anyone—I don't—I don't know 
wonder if any of them, I don't know, like interfered in any thing, thing like any battles or anything like that. Was it always just observing? I've, or... I haven't ever seen any re accounts of them actually interfering with battles, or like crashing into other planes yeah, and stuff like no. that. No, and Maybe. I don't, I don't actually know if it's. A lot of the reports are actually during battles. I think it may be like as they're flying towards or patrolling, that sort of thing. It's like during a dogfight, I've never seen a report where during a dog... They might be out there, but I've never seen one during a dogfight with, you know, German and British or Americans and whatever. Foo Fighters were there as well. Interesting. What do you think of Foo Fighters? Are they like... Well, I mean, we get UFO sightings now. It's going to be the same thing, though. That could just be... Or just what? be. They could be like. It might not be anything to do with UFOs. It could just be like spirits. But why like though? Why would? Why now? We people see flying saucers or what we call UFOs. Why would it not be back then as well? Why did it have to be spirits back then? But now they're flying yeah, saucers. Right. I don't know. They were angels then, and now they're like flying saucers. I mean, obviously, there's a difference in how they look. If you're getting just mostly lights. Or balls of light, and now they've turned into something different. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, anyway, it's the fault made real thing. What else you got then? I got this is the um, this is the diplomat hotel, and I believe oh, it's actually um, it's a it's a hotel in the Philippines, and it's in reference to the basis when the Japanese invaded the Philippines. Um, it says nights at the Diplomat Hotel. So this is, must be the Diplomat Hotel now. So this is, you know, another ghost afterwards story. But um, are often pierced with shrill, shrill screams and banging. Located in the Philippines, it is a hotspot for paranormal investigation. Hotel's ter terror is believed to have stemmed from the Japanese invasion of the Philippines. Originally a monastery, invading soldiers beheaded all nuns and clergymen. Nice. Leaving a trail of blood in their wake. For the remainder of the war, it served as a sanatorium, only to reopen again as the Diplomat Hotel. This is really ridiculous. Where guests often see black figures and women clothed in white. So, this place was a monastery, right? The Japanese invade, kill everybody by beheading them, and then they turn it into a sanatorium, which is where, you know, obviously you're, you're mentally ill or whatever they want to... That is a sanatorium, isn't it? Was yeah. that, is that the... Um, yeah, I think the, so. Um, no, is that a type the, um, of TB one? Oh, well, uh, yes, yeah, a type of hospital. So, but where really sick people yeah. go, whatever, to die probably. And then afterwards, what do they do? <laughs> turn it, we lock it down. <laughs> burn it down. No, we turn it into a hotel. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? Brilliant. Exactly. So when Brilliant. when did they turn it into a hotel? Um, um, doesn't um, say. It doesn't say. It just says, and, um, um, it, it only to reopen again as a diplomat hotel. So people see hospital. stuff in the hotel. You would, wouldn't you? Oh, is there? What's the reports in the uh, uh, black figures and white, black, black, black and white figures, figures. And women clothed in white? Yeah, so it's the nuns and the priests or whatever that were. But it just, I just like, maybe they opened it. As, I don't even know why. Would just it's money in it? Like, I would no. We don't tell people the history or whatever, whatever. But that's just like, were you looking on um. Um, Airbnb, see if you can book a room there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it still open? <laughs> oh, no. It's interesting, isn't it? I have to look it up, but I, I didn't think to look. But... That would be oh, interesting. Yeah. Like, how often do people see stuff there? 
Yeah. No, no, I just, okay, I, I got something for you. This right, is a, a bit of a weird thing. This is from back from the American Civil War. Okay. Okay, it's a, a bizarre report of a monstrous abomination during the American Civil War. In the area of Georgia's Chickamau Chickamauga Creek. Chickamauga, yeah. Uh, also the site of an epic bloody battle. Um, a strange creature was said to lurk about the battlefield in the aftermath of the ferocious fighting, prowling and flitting among the fallen corpses and feeding on the dead, particularly in an area known as Snodgrass Hill. The thing was described as being vaguely humanoid with glowing green eyes, waist-length waist yellow hair and disproportionately large jaws filled with formidable-looking sharp teeth and would come to be nicknamed Green Eyes. Uh, interestingly, the beast would be sighted from time to time even long after the Civil War hostilities ended. In 1981, a park ranger by the names of Edward Tinney gave an account to the author of to the author Richard Winner, which described a rather harrowing encounter with the creature. Tinney claims that as he was walking through the park one evening in 1976, about 4 a.m., he was overcome by an inexpressible chill and a heavy sense of dread. Soon after which, he witnessed a bizarre monster stalking through the woods. Tinney would describe the encounter thus. When it passed me, I could see his hair was long, like a woman's. The eyes, I'll never forget those eyes, they were glaring, almost greenish-orange in colour, flashing like some sort of wild animal. The teeth were long and pointed like fangs. It was wearing a dark cape that seemed to be flapping in the wind, but there dark was no cape. wind. What? Dark cape? Yeah, that was flapping in the wind, but there wasn't any wind. I didn't know whether to run or scream or what. Then the headlights of an approaching car came blazing through the fog and the thing disappeared right in front of me. He didn't say there was any fog in the first, but anyway, so that's what happened. It was like there he saw the creature in the same area, similar to what the soldiers described during the Civil War, and then it disappeared. Was he on a, a tour, like a war tour? Well, no, no, he's a park ranger. Oh, okay, sorry, yeah, yeah. Say that. Um, I mean, that'd be quite scary, That the that's... description of it, with the glowing what? eyes and the big teeth and the like flapping... Scary. Flappy wind, flappy cake, cake, cape. Quite scary. That is an understatement. Um, terrifying. I can't even. So, was... you know, I, I was driving around today and I was listening to um, things about time slips. You know, just weird people sleep paralysis where they woke up and there's like this weird spider thing crawling on and stuff. Or like time slips where they've gone into like there's, uh, garages appeared and they've gone in. There's people just, just weird, just weird shit. I was like, really? really want to see something like that you know experience it but it just doesn't you know what i mean like people get well like they see ufos like above their heads i mean i've seen some ufos but like not proper like there's the pop shit going down I, I, you know maybe you get stuck there though like in the yeah, slip I, I won't you won't no yeah but these people are uh, not thinking about it and it just happens yeah, maybe that's... because you're you're like more tuned in you just you'd get yeah, stuck there you'd, like mess up, sort of you'd mess up the the slip thing because obviously it's just yeah your energy would be wrong. i think that's why um i don't get as much sleep paralysis now because i'm like i'm like come on bring it on i'm in a sleep paralysis um thing on facebook and everyone's like oh sleep paralysis it's so terrifying i'm like bitch would you make, what would they make most of it what with their thing like the other month where the hands were scratching the back of your neck or whatever nah, do you want that? i mean it can't yeah but the more you have it you get sort of used to it anyway that's i just meant yeah, like, used, you know, used to that 
long fingernail massage. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, have you got another one? I like that one. I like, I like the um, scary, scary monster thing. That's what I was looking for, and I couldn't really find many. There's, of, you know, there's a few from Vietnam, but you you obviously got to temper the stuff in Vietnam, thinking, well, was it the soldiers just off their nut on LSD or something that the government had given them? To, uh, you know. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Okay, one of the ones from Vietnam is the uh, rocket, uh, like the apes, the rock apes. Apparently, uh, one of the, like, uh, being uh, reported by loads and loads of different soldiers all over, like, different conflict zones in Vietnam, obviously in the jungle and that, where strange, uh, they encounter strange creatures, which were like a, a race of hairy humanoids in the forests. They were locally known as oh, the yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Run or People of the Forest. Um, so they were hairy ape-like creatures covered in reddish hair and typically reported as being very muscular and around five feet in height with distinctly ape-like features. So you, you'd think, oh, maybe it's just like a lots of orangutans. But apparently the, um, Vietnam's got no wild apes, so you don't get orangutans, you don't get any sort of wild apes in Vietnam. Um, maybe they, they were apes that were infected by the US Army with like Lyme disease or something like that and sent sort of sent, you know, sent in to as, attack yeah. the enemy with rocks because the creatures were wildly reported by both American forces and Vietnamese um, American forces in the jungle who called them rock apes due to their purported habit of throwing rocks. They were also reported by Viet Cong as well. So it's not it's not just the Americans reporting it. Well, the rock thing is very much a popular thing in the Bigfoot world, isn't it? What frame rocks? Frame rocks at Pete. Yeah. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. I suppose so. Maybe, maybe they're like little Bigfoots. Little Bigfoots. Little Bigfoots. How what, how big were they? Tall were they? Short were they? Five foot, muscular, five foot, um, orange-haired oh. apes. It's not that short, is it? Really? No. I mean, it's not like pygmy short. No, and I expect if they're like five foot and muscular, they could launch a rock at you, couldn't they? Yeah, probably. Yeah, like that's more like, is it like chimpanzee size? Are they like five foot? But a no, big, no, big chimps chimp, aren't like... even five foot. Gorilla, maybe gorilla might be five foot. Orangutan possibly as well, maybe. Uh, that's sort of chimp size, I don't know. Anyway, they they don't that's sound like fight. normal. They don't sound like a normal. Um, they ape. never capture. They never capture. They no. like see them, but never. It's yeah. like the same thing. They never sort of capture them. Just get them. harassed by them. I think um, I read another report where they tried to shoot them before, but they just. It's one of those ones yeah, where they never. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Do you want to encounter with a? Would you like to go into wood and have an encounter with a? A rock ape? No. Rock ape. Any ape. I'm not sure. No. <laughs> no. Even yeah. Just a wild. Ape, like ape in wood, yeah. The chimpanzee oh, yeah. over there. You like, got some called. He might come and rip my head off. Go down the donkey woods and there's like ape there. Be like frying rocks. Awesome. It'd be fucking brilliant, but yeah, no one would believe me, would they? No matter what I saw. Not, <laughs> yeah. could, not honestly with me, Loch Ness could eat me and spit me out. And no one would believe me. <laughs> they wouldn't. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Rick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what you been fucking on, Rick? Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, I got one. I got one. It's a, it's a, it is a Vietnam one. Um, it does say it's actually come from Reddit. It says on Reddit, as I read this out, this is Jack Anori story time. A terminally ill Vietnam veteran recounted a story of his time in Vietnam that he was going to take to his grave, but opted to put it on 
I don't know, no sleep instead. For the uninitiated, army tunnel rats were troops who'd crawl in through the NVA and Vietcon tunnels to eradicate troops that hid there below the surface. What a horrible job to do. It's one of the worst, most dangerous jobs, or the war's most dangerous jobs, crawling around in the dark, avoiding booby traps and trying to kill before they killed you. Yeah, not volunteering for that shit. This tunnel rat was crawling into the deepest tunnel he'd ever been in, along with his partner, when they finally arrived in the main room. They were astonished that no booby traps were set. Oil lamp was still lit. So you've crawled down in there. There's like a little room and there's like oil lamp obviously burning. Like, what the fuck's going on? The only thing they found was a tarp. So like, there must be like a tarp on the floor. And when they moved the tarp, it revealed a set of stone stairs moving deeper underground. So obviously they went down. The stairs were odd and definitely not built by the VC. They look centuries old. The two men cautiously climbed down the stairs, guns drawing. drawing. When they came upon what was it when when they came upon another tarp so obviously they've gone down again of course the rats removed the tarp with their pistols and fixed the fa flashlights on apparently there were 10 or so vietnamese looking people dressed as Viet Cong, but with blank staring faces looking into space uh their bodies were rocking back and forth so obviously like they're a bit ooh, it was solid color again you could put this down to lsd and um what's it called like agent orange or whatever it is the men waved their flashlights and weapons in the faces, but nothing stopped their rocking motion. You would have thought they would have just like shot them or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, like cool, great Easy American. kill, isn't it? Grenades! Their now rusted weapons were, like, so the Viet Cong's rusted weapons were in a pile in the corner. At the head of the room was a golden icon, so a statue of a naked woman, except the lower half of her body featured eight tentacles instead of human legs. That's quite stumpy. Oh, anyway, the men were tempted to touch the icon, but they said, decided to rig the entrance with C4 and bad as fast as possible. As they were leaving, a woman's voice called out to them, Come back, come back! Obviously, they didn't. Um, is that a true story? Is that just sounds like maybe someone made that up? But It sounds a bit like a Cthulhu story, doesn't it? It, it does sound like a Cthulhu like With the old story, yeah. stone steps that were ancient, that definitely weren't like built by the, the VC. Is, when, when you get you stories down, like this... There's some sort of idol. Yeah. I mean, it, idol. Literally, people can just make stories up, can't you? you? Get them from Reddit or anywhere. I mean, yeah, it's one person, but I suppose anything like this, you've got to take it with a pinch of salt. But I suppose that would be a that'd be scary. I suppose. <laughs> I suppose it'd be scary enough just crawling down the the tunnels without having a weird Cthulhu goddess at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mesmerizing. Because it's only one person as well, isn't it? There's two of them, and he's just the one. He's just the one person that's talked about this. The thing is, these are the sort of stories that I was trying to find, so I can't really find a story like that and then go, oh, "It's a load of bullshit." Because that's that's not the point, is it? It's like, I suppose not. Every story we tell today is true. There you go. Hundred percent. Hundred percent true. Apart right. from that one. Apart from that one. Hundred percent true. Apart from that one. Right. Come on, you you can do the next one. Okay, going back to the. Um jungles of the Nam. Back in the Nam, man. No. Right. Marines in Vietnam would often try to recruit locals to help guide them in their areas of operation. In some areas, however, locals were fearful of going into the densest, darkest parts of the jungle. The reason, they found, was the local superstition that phantoms called Ma, presumably how you pronounce it, occupied the trees there. Uh, the locals warned the US troops that reanimated corpses awaited them in the trees. The Marines, of course, shrugged off the stories as folklore. 
starting in 1965, it became very real. American troops in the jungle of Vietnam began reporting ghostly figures moving supernaturally through the trees. Others reported fanged creatures with black eyes that would try to kidnap and consume unsuspecting troops. In one yeah. encounter, the beasts were found to be bulletproof. It didn't matter what time of day it was, the corpses lived by both day and night. Since the triple canopy jungle kept the sunlight from hitting them, the military's top brass decided to get rid of it. That's the real reason the military developed Agent Orange oh, and Napalm. I oh, love it. The Marines would then roll in with flamethrowers to finish the job. So it was all to get rid of um, vampires, basically. Get rid of, like, spiritual... Well, I, I don't know about it. vampires, spiritual vampires. Like, well, it is, isn't it? Well, sort of ghostly, it, ghostly it, it, vampire things, yeah. Well, vampire, whatever. Oh, God. No. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I like that. That's that's the shit I like. Man. So that's why they developed Agent Orange to get rid of the canopy, so these beasties could be. And as we said, every story today exposed to the sunlight is true. Been been crap, been corroborated by at least me and Lee. <laughs> exactly. We were both in Nam. <sighs> so what do you think of that one? You think? What do you think? Maybe we well, I, I think that's the real reason they... I've only ever heard that one once, so that's the real reason they developed Agent Orange and Napalm. I've, I've heard it the twice. tree Because I just read the same story as you, as you were reading it. <laughs> <laughs> I it as well. So it's been... I've read it twice. Um, I don't know. One, I don't... One, ten, one to ten. One, not very true. Ten, really true. I don't know. Maybe um, maybe they people did see reports of, like these strange things. I'm not sure Agent Orange was... And uh, Napalm like was was developed on, to destroy them but chance of soldiers seeing something like that's probably on a scale high. of one to ten how much do you want it to be true oh ten hundred oh, percent definitely hundred percent yeah that'd be brilliant who doesn't want that to be real i think my dog's outside fighting vampires or hedgehogs i'm not sure both right. are probably pretty I, deadly I, to your dog i think that's the only um i think that's all the vietnam ones i've got there is one about a, a chap who I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you out of respect for maybe the, the dead person. Basically, uh it comes from an uh <laughs> not, Sorry, have have respect what? for the dead person. I'm gonna read him out read out his story on a conspiracy yeah, yeah. whatever it podcast. Is. No, 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 no. You, once you've um once you've heard, you okay, probably go on then. anyway, you probably know. On a Notre Dame Alumi website, an Alan remarks, I suppose that what's an Alan? That's American what is it, one of the people on there? Like a student. Like or the boss, isn't, he? isn't he like a yeah. top bloke? Top bloke, isn't he? Top geezer. And Alan remarks about his chance encounter with a guy he had known since... Oh, so this is someone who knows someone who knows someone. He was a guy he had known since grade school. He was working a construction job in 1967 and on his, was on his way home after work one night. He was coming round the corner when he walked by an old funeral parlour. He noticed the man was his old friend, Jerry, a guy he hadn't seen in two years. The construction worker was tired and not really moved to rehash old times. He put his hat down and walked by his old friend. You know, like when you go, fuck, don't want to talk yeah. to him, you know, because they're just like, like when, when I see you in the street. <laughs> well, we do do it for some people, don't we? We're like, oh, for God's sake. Sometimes you like to have a chat, but other times it's just like, eh, he's not there. He's invisible. I'm invisible. When he got home, his mother was on the phone talking to one of the construction workers' friends. She immediately stopped to tell her son that you know, his old friend Jerry had been killed in Vietnam and his body was at the funeral parlor. How shit must he must feel now? <laughs> His bike guy yeah. used all of his power, all of his dead power, to appear to his friend. He's going to go, like, oh, look, how are you doing? And he's just got blanked. He's like, so then he must have felt like 
ghost in ghost when like people can't see it. Yeah. It's like, don't fuck it. I'm, no, it don't work. I'm just going to disappear. Or well, maybe he's just uh, angry now. Now he's just an angry ghost. It's like, oh, hungry, hungry like the ghost, anti Casper. And an angry ghost is, they call him a hungry ghost, don't they? Do they? I think so. It's like a thing. That's just a ghost who died without having dinner. <laughs> That's a hungry ghost. Yeah. Is that what it uh, is? I've never heard yeah. that before in my life. Maybe I've got the wrong definition. What are they hungry for? Sure. Oh, it's probably true. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. They're like hungry for tension or something like that. Okay. All right. Um, right, okay. Um, um, so I do apologise. I think there was... Uh, I didn't make a note of it, but there was one another story of Vietnam where soldiers were in the river... Like washing right. or whatever and then they saw this big like fin sail coming towards them fin a sail like a you know oh. like a spinosaurus sail type thing oh and sorry, then it was all like a, a ship a, a thing raised up out of the water they all like run out of the water and it like raised up and it had a head and it was i think it was like scaled and had like a golden scales on it and it was just a big like snaky oh. serpenty well, thing on its back and then it it just basically they were all out of the wall, he just dived under and buggered off. And uh, I, f- but they st- uh, I think they may have grabbed their you know, probably grabbed their guns and shot it, but they didn't kill it. And one of the soul, I think it's one of the soldiers there, he was trying to because it stuck in his head, he left it for years, come back from Vietnam, whatever, and then he decided to try and figure out what it was. And eventually, he thought it might be a I think it's like a sailfish or some such fucking thing that grows big and could be. But they, um, he thought it might maybe one of them. But then it's like experts is like they don't live in fresh water and they don't have golden heads, so it probably wasn't one of them. But <laughs> it was just the, the story is like some big serpent and spinosaurus creature. But it didn't have legs, so I love that di- di- dinosaur stories. I like a bit of I don't know a weird sort of creature thing. I want to see one of them as well, but. Like a Loch Ness and yeah, do I ever see Becky and Bongo, whatever his name is? Do I ever see a dinosaur in um, what Ashford? No, you're not going to see one, are you? No, no. You need to go to a jungle. But I've got um, sorry. I think going back to I'm going to go back to Vietnam again. I think there was reports. Don't do that. If you, don't mess with your head, man. Yeah, man. I, back to I don't want to go back, man. Um, I think there's reports of the big spiders as well. Oh, yes. They happen a lot around. But yes. I don't think they were, like, huge. I think they were, the bodies were, like, a foot, which is big for a spider, and the legs were, like, a what? three or four. That's not a, bit, three, that's not yeah. a huge spider. I'm, I'm saying it wasn't, like, shelob big or, like, pony big. It was, like, it the was bodies big, were... big enough that it could actually be because then it could support itself because when they're any bigger, aren't it? Isn't it? Yeah. They can't because like, they're, like, the bodies were, like, a foot. Thing and then the legs were three foot each side, or whatever, which is a huge spider. And I, I don't want to because you're not going to whack that with your shoe, are you? <laughs> Hello, put it in a glass. Is. I don't kill any spiders, put it under the glass. It's like you've got to put it in a bucket to put it outside. You have to call in the helicopter with like a huge dome to put it over the top of them. Yeah, not, um, yeah, no, not do it. There's not reports of that. That would freak me out, yeah, like jungle, big freaking jungle spiders like that. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, I think. You know, it's ports of them being shot, but them not like dying, just running what? off, like skittering around. Yeah, like not, prob- not like proper spiders where you shoot more or the bullets didn't affect them or 
probably all these again, creatures um, seem to be being shot at but not being killed. It, it, so is, it's, is that dimensional? It's interdimensional, isn't it? Is that to it's just because like a... it's bullshit? It's like, oh, I did shoot it, but my bullets didn't kill it, so I can't bring back a specimen. I have a fantastic theory. To you, uh, it's completely. I'll be the judge of that. Do these stories at all? It was no, my. You're, you're off on a tangent. Own, Go on then. This is my own theory about our universe and aliens and stuff like that. We are this universe. I know it's going to sound like kind of gaudy, but this universe that we're in with all the planets and stuff think of it like a game almost like a computer game this is just ours we're the only species in this one right it's for us like to spread out and every other universe has got one particular um being in it you know like it's sentient it's sentient being and obviously, I'm being elitist, or whatever. So it's one in each different universe. Obviously, okay. they can you can use like technologies or whatever to cross over into our universe and their universe. But in this actual universe, there are no other. There's no other alien life form okay. in the entire universe. It's just us. It's just for us. That's my theory. Do you like oh. that? Yeah. Doesn't it. mean there isn't other aliens because they're in different but universes. They have, but to, they have to go through. They have to like dimension to, travel. Yeah. Universes or dimensions type thing. Alien, we're the only sentient Why? beings in this. Why? What made know. you think of that? I don't know. I was just driving on the thought. It just made sense. Okay. Made sense. Makes perfect sense. Well, it's possible. It is entirely impossible. <laughs> no, it is possible. No, yeah, I like it. I like it as well. That's cool. Brilliant. Um, anyway, on to the next war story. <laughs> would, you, would you class oh, robots you like? as like thinking robots? Are they sentient? Are robots sentient? Are they class as sentient? You're saying we're the only sentient thing. Could there not be a like robot race? I don't know. I just well, in, you, well, in our universe as well. No, because well, yeah. Well, only if we made them. Okay. Or were they made? No, I was just being silly. You you said that we're only sentient race in the whole universe. What happens if they're like a robot race? But not are they? If they're thinking, are they sentient? Anyway, this is now not where we're going it's, now. Just no, I'm just being silly. Yet. Anyway, go back to my war stories. Or go then. What you got? It's like an Afghanistani one. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just going to read it. Uh, several mysterious reports came from United States Marine who had just come back from serving a tour in Afghanistan. The witness tends to be quite secretive about his role in the war, only stating that his unit was relatively safe and only suffered two non-combat related casualties. The witness claims to have had a couple of potential encounters with ghosts during his service, and one of them occurred as he was sitting with some superiors and colleagues within a makeshift office in the desert, which had three rooms. There were reportedly four other people in the crap room with him when he was standing, and he was standing near the back door. He noticed his lieutenant stepped through the door and entered a small adjoining contractor's office. He saw the man clearly, but at this point there was nothing particularly strange about it, and the witness explained he was wearing a frog suit and everything. Nothing unusual about it. Even even had the moustache. I thought the frog suit was when you go in the water, but God, no. that's a wetsuit. But isn't it? Oh, I'm gonna, I don't know what a frog suit is. Just thirty seconds later, a call I came think through. Where they dress up as Kermit the Frog. Shut up. Just thirty seconds later, a call came through asking for lieutenant and the witness. Asking for the lieutenant and the witness went to the contractor's office to fetch him. Strangely, the room was completely empty. Nobody was there. Oh my god! Since there was no other door out of the office, the witness asked if anyone had noticed the lieutenant leave, but nobody had. Even though there were four others in the enclosed space, it seemed that somebody would have noticed such thing. The witness went to the rear door of the office they were in and looked around, but there was no other one there either. Even the look outside showed no signs of anyone. 
as if the lieutenant had just disappeared into thin air. The witness explained, I said, disregard Sergeant Nobody's what? Uh, basically, they said bullshit, nobody came out, but somebody walked in, but nobody came out. Okay, what has that got to do with war? It was in war. But what happened to his lieutenant? Was his lieutenant alive, dead? I don't know, it didn't say. That's shit. It's just like a uh, an image of his like, lieutenant oh, walked in. It's that double, not doppelganger, but the dub, body double. It was, yeah, but it can't be a body double because it didn't come no, out no. again. But you know, I heard reports of people saying they've been called by like their wife. And yeah. wife, like in the kit and the, the wife's not in the house or whatever you know stuff like that so it's one of those one of those, yeah just like, like a strange like a bit of a torpor little maybe yeah maybe 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 he was sleeping the lieutenant was sleeping somewhere and he's just like projecting himself like, maybe if you went and yeah. spoke to him be like oh yeah i had a dream i walked into the office he might not even remember it like maybe not uh, anyway another incident in in the very same office happened one evening better be better than the last one another incident in the very same office happened one evening at around 10 p.m the witness claims that he was alone after working late and on his way out when the door to the contractor's room opened by itself and stayed open. It's obviously the lieutenant again. He went to investigate and shone a flashlight about into the dim space, but there was no one there. He said that at the time, he was very strange feeling like he was being watched and that it was quite unsettling. The very same witness claimed to have seen other strange things during his tour. He also says that there was a mysterious heat signature that would be seen in infrared equipment wandering and pacing around out in the desert outside in the dark. Yet, yeah, when it was observed with different cameras on Naked Eye, nothing was there and there was no response when they called out in the night. I've heard that before. They claimed um, it's a uh, gin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, saying, you know, it's a rack. I've heard about it in a rack where they've, you know, yeah. they've seen the infrared things and that and weird shit's happened, like, but um, they've not seen anything. And because it's obviously the area that they're in, they're sort of saying, you know, it's um, gin. The gin. And that's my totally shit stories for you. <laughs> Well, you know, it's weird. People thought they were weird. If you, if it was if you, you there, yeah, if you was there, oh, yeah, absolutely. you would think it was really strange. Yeah, but I, 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 like, I mean, I think, you get? you're not going to get like a giant thing going. I mean, no, but how many times have you been doing this podcast? You're like, oh my God, I think I just saw someone behind me or something like that. Yeah, I have. Well, that's true, yeah. A few yeah, times. You're like, that's bullshit. I saw yeah. like a skeleton face or whatever last, last week. And was that on camera though? I never saw it. I didn't even think about that. We were recording at the time. We were, weren't we? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to investigate that. Ah. Didn't even think about that. That would be on camera. It wasn't anyway, on camera. There's nothing yeah. there. Um, yeah, Skeleton face wasn't there. Anyway, you got any stories for me? I've got... There's been reports of vampires in Afghanistan. Oh, okay. Uh, You've got Afghanistan now. Yeah, why oh, not? You're copying me. It's re multiple reports of two tall humanoid creatures who live out in the desert. Soldiers claim that people of the area have known about these sinister creatures for centuries, that they come out in the dark and stalk the desert badlands and mountains at night looking for victims, and that they were often thought to be responsible for people going missing without a trace. One soldier said they are really terrified of them. I suppose he's talking about the locals. It scares people half to death if they just uh, think one is around. They come out at night. Sometimes people come up missing, especially kids. They even pull their animals inside when the vampires are out. It's been going on for hundreds of years. People in other parts of the world don't even know about it. But anyone who has lived around here does. You've muted yourself again. For God's sake. More vampires. More vampires, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? 
I've, I've do, you like, do you know what they need? What? A Agent Orange. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work on them. But they come, yeah, like they come out at night and then these tall humanoid figures. There's another account. I haven't got it written down, but I remember it vaguely. It was uh, a, a couple of soldiers on watch at night. They were just in a foxhole, whatever, some sort of trench place. And they were obviously a bit bored and sort of, I don't know about dozing, but they weren't paying particular that much particular attention. But then they they suddenly saw a figure moving out beyond, you know, like in the desert. And they they looked at it through their... Uh, I think they were using night vision gear at the time, like normal low light gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get that green thing. Don't, and they they said don't shot like, on them. No, no, it, sh it showed up. What, it's, what they said is it was like this tall, about seven foot tall humanoid, but it was really skinny. You know, sort of like we think Slenderman yeah, yeah, yeah. type thing, but it was like really skinny. I think it was like 100 meters away or whatever. But it turned, turned its face to look at them and its eyes were like really glowing bright obviously you got the night vision thing he said what happened was when it looked at them it started uh like burning out the optics of the night vision gear as if yeah. you'd like been pointing it at the sun it was that bright so the soldier's like oh put that down his eyes a bit sparkly wow. picked up his um his rifle and looked for it for his rifle scope which i think was an infrared scope and the same thing happened like the actual like eyes of this creature like was started burning out the optics of the rifle scope and then all oh, of a sudden actually... the creature just like turned around and disappeared off into the desert it was like this tall gangly um seven foot tall creature with these glowing eyes well glowing through the scope of but that's similar to the description of like the vampires which are tall skinny things that flit um... about in the desert at night Newton, I think I don't know what to say. What do you about it? think about vampires in the desert? I don't. I mean, it'd be interesting to know the area. Is like, where would they? Is the, I don't know deserts are strange. You say desert, but it could encompass a whole range of. Um, I, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. What's it called? Environments. Like, is there rocks? And I saw yeah, a lot I, of. Um, I'm not. I'm not thinking like Sahara Desert. I'm probably thinking, you know. If Afghanistan and Iraq, a desert is there could be rocks, yeah, caves, like, and all sorts of shit they could die. Yeah, it's not. It's like rock, isn't it? A lot yeah. of rock and actually no. I mean, I understand Iraq. It's very flat. It's not like yeah, but this is Afghanistan, so rocky and um, flat. And yeah, well, I mean Afghanistan. I just ha, you're talking about seeing things. I just see an orb shoot up the side of your. Uh, oops upside my head. Say oops up. My, orbs like upside my head. I say it. orbs up. Side my head. Really? Cool. I think. Uh, well, I have to look back. Are look we back alone? Like a light. You're being visited. Yeah, you're yeah. probably just seeing shit. That was on yours, not mine. Yeah, you're probably seeing shit. I didn't see yeah. it. And I, I like with all the um, I want to go through time slips and stuff. I absolutely don't want to meet a vampire. <laughs> no. Do you know, yeah, no, four more. Especially don't. I've been reading uh, Necroscope again, so uh, oh. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's um. Yeah. I, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say one of the stories out of that. Start saying one of the stories that's in. If you remembered, <laughs> <laughs> if you recognised it, I thought no, nah, because that's a war story, isn't it? There's a then, then you'd be then you'd be lying. We don't tell any lies on this podcast. Maybe it's true. Stop it, Maybe it is. A lot. I a lot of these um. Like the Afghanistan ones are a lot very similar to yours, but they just there's figures they can see figures, they just stand there and don't move. I want to watch them, 
yeah, they watch them and they just and they don't. They've got no heat signature and stuff like that. So it's yeah. I think in the the one I read about the night vision thing, when he put it up against when he raised his the not the, the like the thermal imaging thing, it was like his parts of it were like really cold, like even colder than like it wasn't just colder than cold. Wasn't yeah. It was yeah. It was really weird. But they the way, could, you know, why its eyes burned out the optics. The um, military, the US military, they could be testing stuff on their own soldiers, couldn't they? Yeah. You know, like um, uh, thingy suits, ghillie suits, you know, like basically invisible stuff. And all that. Oh, I was thinking you meant drugs. I thought, like, these no, two no, soldiers out there just, well, no. But I, I meant actually spray them with some um, gas and check. see what happens, like fear gas or whatever. That's 100%. Hundred percent thing, but yeah, maybe they're like testing, you know, like camo tech and stuff like that. Maybe wasn't very good. Even camo even tech, mind mind um, maybe like mind altering tech. Yeah, because you know, like obviously it wasn't a normal thing. It was like a seven foot tall, really skinny. Thing. I prefer the idea of a vampire to um tech. Did you so, see there was a um, about prefer a report that some oh it was Washington, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, remember that thing in Cuba where they, they had the embassy and the American. People in staff were suffered from, um, like, some kind of attack, you know, like a mental attack or whatever. Like, so, some kind of sound attack, and they got ill. They was in the Cuban embassy, uh, American embassy in Cuba. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was it, America, was it yeah. American embassy in Cuba? They got one? It was like something, like, you know, it was like Cuba. It was in Guantanamo. I don't know what it was. It was, it was in an embassy, and they yeah. saying, was it like a sound, they, um, sound attack, a sonic attack, was it, or something like that? Like yeah, yeah, something like that. Sound frequency. But it happened in the other day, it happened in Washington. And they report, well, I don't know if it happened the other day, but they reported it the other day that it happened to some staff in Washington, the same thing. Obviously, they were trying to blame the Russians. It's like, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you don't do anything like that. But um, I'm just saying that, so, you know, that, that maybe it's that kind of sort of technology possible. Yeah. Like again, it could also be you know, because it's old, these are very old places. Could be you know spirits, gin, and, and all that. Be kind more of gin, vamp, vampires, and be some yeah. It could be some sort of vampire. I mean, if the locals get their animals inside and that when they think one's around. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. 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 um oh, I know you had one. I know you want to talk about your uh, the, the um weird switzerland story soldier oh you've gone then you tell that oh you remember well, you it told you, you tell oh, I'll, t- I'll tell you i'll tell you i read it i haven't got it oh. written down so this is from memory it was they said it was in right this is the the strange bit i'm not getting they said it was i'm pretty sure it was switzerland second world war the date was 1943 i don't I understand tell i'll tell on. you why why the um why go they on. were there go on. because but whenever Germany instigated anything, because they were trying to sway like Switzerland on either side, whenever Germany instigated something, something the UK would retaliate, sending a British unit to a secluded village within the Swiss Alps. That's okay. what happened. That's why the British <laughs> were there. Because it's like 1943. Why are the British in the Swiss Alps in 1943? Yeah. Okay, so they're there. And um, uh, the soldiers are there for a few weeks. And then uh, children start going missing. I mean, this is a bit strange, you know, a couple over, a couple of nights, different children go missing and then out. i keep cutting out you, you were cutting out then yes yeah, oh my god yeah. must speak louder right so the, the over a couple of nights uh several children go missing and their soldiers are you know the 
people in the village are looking for their children they're like wondering what's going on and the soldiers start helping them looking for the children and they're on uh, a few of them are on patrol one night going through the village and they see a figure that's by a, a window looking in a window to a bedroom obviously if there's a child in there they like challenge the figure and it, it runs off so they they chase it towards a cave and the thing runs into the cave and then all of a sudden there's like an exchange of gunfire and they start shooting back actually that's not true at all miss i've totally messed it up now what happens was children go missing <laughs> <laughs> no and they start looking around and then one of what? yeah one of their soldiers goes missing yeah and they're like oh my god so they're out one they're out at night patrolling and they see a figure looking through a window they chase the figure down to a cave and then they have like a gunfight with this whatever it was that ran into the cave and eventually the the gunfight's over and they obviously shot whatever was inside they go in like make their way inside cautiously and they find the missing soldier who's been shot but they also find the half-eaten corpses of the missing children and that was one of the war stories like the soldiers obviously gone mental and just freaking did he go the children or did he run in there to try and kill the creature that was eating the soldiers eating the children no and because the... he was no, he, he got chased that was one i don't believe that one that's a bit more you don't believe the story yeah sounds like bullshit doesn't it or you don't believe maybe maybe there was a creature but they blamed the soldier <laughs> why what. why would they do well, that well, they had to. They were told to by the oh, okay. Um, it's like a cover up. Higher up, yeah, cover up, yeah. So the soldier really got eaten, but then they couldn't say, "Oh, the, the soldier again. was killed by." The it's Bigfoot, Swiss, wasn't it? Bigfoot ate the children, by but the they Swiss, didn't want to say that Bigfoot uh, eaten the children. Swiss chocolate vampire. Well, they had to, yeah, like blame it on the soldier. Yeah, uh, Private Beans. His name was. It must be interesting to, because you couldn't find it because most of them were dead. Like find some like old soldiers to talk about like weird shit but i don't know yeah you get stuff like um what's this bit like the angel like the angel of you know in the first world war there's some things of like people being led from being protected by you know lights and stuff you know like yeah what, there's, what there's a few of them say actually brought back to memory of another one i've got first world war so there's a soldier in a, a foxhole i think he's doing like a bombardment and he's just sitting there and it's it's like horrible it's all mud everywhere his feet are cold it's freezing cold and he's like sitting there shivering listening to the bombs falling and all of a sudden he sees his brother coming he's like fuck my brother's been like, killed in the trenches two years ago his brother comes up to him i don't think he, he says anything he puts his hands because the, the soldier's sitting there all hunched up like his hands on his knees soldier puts his hands on like on his brother's so his brother that comes in puts his hands on his brother's hands and he, he, they feel really warm and he's like gets a bit of warmth from it and his brother like uh like pulls him out like you know sort of says no, come no, with, like yeah. come with me i don't, I don't think he talks like, like, come with me skate, takes yeah. him out of like the the foxhole or whatever he was in takes him further off down the trench and like a minute later the place where he, the soldier was is blown up and you know everybody dies well i don't, I don't think well, anyone i think he was there by himself but the place where he oh. was he's obliterated by a bomb and then like when he looks around his obviously brother's gone because his brother's been dead for two years mm, it's like yeah, like that sort of thing where would you do that for I've, me what no because if i was in the, in the afterlife i'd want you there with me brother 
come <laughs> to me, come to me. No, no, but uh, of course I'd save you. You muted yourself again, did you? I'm not muted. Oh, no, sorry. I don't know what he's doing then. I was whispering. Okay, I couldn't hear you. Just do it. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, yeah, th there's that. That's And that sort of thing where you get the... Get out. Shut up. You get the angels. The there's a, a lot of... Uh, not a lot, but there is some stories of in the first the world. Angels. War. Oh, am I even dealing with this? <laughs> I can't work with this. <laughs> Give me someone good to work with. Okay, yeah. You couldn't handle goodness work with women. Angels in the first world war. Soldiers reporting angels. And um, I'm not sure you get that as much in later wars. Maybe you do. Maybe I just haven't read those stories. It seems to be like a lot. Yeah, First World War in particular does seem to be one with like lights, like that kind yeah. of angel thing with, yeah, definitely, yeah. Maybe because it was so, it was like the first horrific, you know, like really, I mean, all wars are horrific, but you know, that it was total war, wasn't it? Like the first total war, if you know what I mean. It could also be, I think we've obviously spoke about this before, but you, I think it comes to when we were talking earlier about the Foo Fighters, like back then they were just orange orbs now people will see spaceships so back then uh, a, a reference would be an angel whereas now you might get something different because right, it's right. a different what are we going to use now <laughs> I reference, i'm just uh, i'm just thinking maybe an angel because more people were were religious back then so they would have yeah. more angels now you might get like a brother or something like that or, or just a light or maybe an et or something like that would come along and your dog. save you your dog your dog your, your dead well, dog. I, don't, I don't see your... why your your dead dog wouldn't save you in the first world war and it has to be an angel and would save you now but i'm saying the people's uh points of reference might change so yeah, now yeah, yeah. you might see an, someone might see an alien come and like save him so you're basically saying it wasn't his brother it was just whatever it might it might be his brother but that's not the same as seeing an angel no i mean it wasn't it was it was just like energy but he he made it into his well maybe but if it was energy it used the shape of his brother or and people see angels because that's what they over over numerous podcasts we've talked about different things you know going back to flying boats and things like it's points of reference that people can understand you know the one yes. with the boat with the you chuck the anchor off and it took the yeah, chimney yeah, out yeah, or took yeah. the spire out of the church it's people saw a flying boat because they couldn't they couldn't comprehend a like a flying saucer it's not it's 1600s yeah, yeah. it would it wouldn't um, work so maybe it's that sort of thing as time goes on and people have different points of reference you may uh what's it called you see it the way it your head can you work it out. It, yeah. yeah, interpret it. That's the word oh, I was looking for. Well done. I know you was here for some uh, reason. Uh, we, we, what, you know, because you know that our, the, it's just our reality is just how we comprehend it isn't actually how it is. You know, like... I don't know that. And everything. Well, we do know that because it's just our brain filtering and telling us stuff. It's not exactly how it is. It's our perception of it. It's not... Because there's like oh, God, a gazillion colours that we can't see, etc., and smells and, you know, everything like that that we can't actually see because our brain filters it out or doesn't filter it in basically so it's that you know that kind of maybe maybe like maybe 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 baby i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know 
Is that where we're going now? I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. That's it. I've got, I've got nothing. Oh, you're all you out? Any? No, I've got I'm nothing. All out. I'm, I'm, I'm all out of stories. All out of interesting stories. <laughs> well, well, figures, were any of them interesting? I suppose so. If you're not really... um. Um, if you don't, you know, if you if if you've never heard like any stories before, and you were listening to us, obviously you've been fooled by it. <laughs> um, um, but, 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 yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I really, I haven't got any. Not, I haven't. That's my entire World War weird stories. I mean, yeah, me too. Yeah. Do you think um, any any of those are real? All of them. Okay. Uh, they're all they're all real to the person who experienced them. Do you think um like the ones in the Vietnam with the eight things is comparable to Bigfoot type Little encounters? Foot. Little foot, yeah. Yeah, definitely because of the frame. Not of Little the rocks. Foot the dinosaur. Doesn't it's not doesn't matter about the size. Yeah, but do Bigfoots throw rocks at people directly? But Apparently, they well they throw them at like their houses or their tents and stuff like that, or close to them. I think these would like imagine if you're in a the jungle and then you've got these like a whole troop of these giant freaking not giant but big ape things, and they're not throwing them around you; they're throwing you, throwing them at you. Why is there no um, Vietnam films about vampires and shit like that in there? Like Dog Soldiers, that film Dog Soldiers about werewolves, great. Why don't they do a Vietnam one with that? So they haven't made one. Predator doesn't count. That's not Vietnam. It's the jungle with Predator. It's just, in the yeah. same continent. <laughs> but don't worry about it. Yeah. I know South South America and and <laughs> don't let little things like that bother you. Where's the Vietnam again? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, I think I think if like say like the the, the orangey monkeys with the was it orange monkeys? Yeah, or, or with the rocks. They were. I mean, have they been seen after the Vietnam War? Or were they just seen during the Vietnam War? It's a bit. Weird. I didn't look into it. So, are they still? Are they? Do people see them now? People get rocks thrown at them by. Maybe. I would say go and find out for next week, but I know you won't bother. Um, no, I will. I will. I will I'll find out. Interesting that that report, if it is a proper report, that was meant to be reported by both sides, Americans and. The VC as well. Yeah, yeah, that's that which I think that's quite interesting. Yeah. And like um I don't know, So they weren't just be... attacking the Americans, they were attacking yeah. the monkeys were attacking the apes, sorry. But they weren't really attacking them, were they? But, well we were if they're throwing rocks at you. Maybe they were just like saying, Don't fire guns. Just be peaceful. It doesn't sound with the whole rocks. um thing the way that it was written is not what didn't sound peaceful. They didn't sound peaceful. I think the um the um I think the Afghanistan one with the, the vampires. I think, um, yeah, the uh, yeah, that think that's interesting. No, I think the Afghanistan one with the shadow figures and stuff. I think there's quite a few people who've like seen them, so that's the thing. I think, but whatever that is, I don't know. Um, I like the idea of the vampires. I don't like the. the I don't like the idea of vampires. Um, no, the idea that someone else is dealing with vampires. Yeah. And. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's just say they're all true. They're all true. Okay. Um, yeah, that's it, guys. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay then. That's um, another episode of the Big Conspire over. It, it was different. It was, I suppose, a little. I, I know not that we ever know what we're talking about. It was. It'd be, it'd be good to experience these stuff. I could like, you know, this week we're going to go off, and I'm going to go to the Hollow Moon or whatever. You know, instead of getting stories from people, I know we have. That's what we have to do because you don't experience it apart from like. Yeah, I'm just going to take or, a trip to Afghanistan and check yeah, out if there's vampires. I'm just saying, like, you know, like, you know, it, it'd be good to experience yeah stuff no. you know that's what yeah some some stuff um but i am going to kumabi in a couple of months which is okay. cool so we can maybe you maybe have a haunted time slip and That'd a vampire awesome. that'd be so cool the whole shebang but cool anyway we're a big conspire and you can find us on do you tell us <laughs> I was just waiting for that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you, can, you can find us on Twitter at Big Conspire. <laughs> if, you, if you want to send us an email or whatever, you can get to us at it's, um, Big Conspire at Hotmail.com. Uh, there's a Facebook page apparently, but my brother deals yeah, with that. There is. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really do anything with it. To be honest with you, it, it was something I made up before we done the podcast, so that I could put conspiracy stuff on there. And... Okay, so don't bother with Facebook because it sucks. Yeah, because it sucks because you have to leave, like boosting and shit like that, and it's just yeah, whatever. Oh, but in the future, we have decided. Yeah.